This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Thank you so much for joining my program. This is called Spazzing Out, which you can get at anthonypaziali.com. And it has all the links to all the places you can hear the podcast. Or you can go to your favorite podcast destination and you can put in spazzing out. S-P-A-Z. That little thing that goes between the Z and the N. Comma or apostrophe or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. I'm not an English teacher. My brother Mike Paziali is. I'm sure he would correct me. But I think you know what I'm talking about. O-U-T. Out. Spazzing out. You can look it up. Or, if you're following me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, there is a link in my profile to my website so that you can go and subscribe to my podcast. For those of you that are first hearing this podcast or joining me on Facebook Live or here on TikTok, you know the rule. I play, I used to do one commercial, now I do two. I play two commercials. All I ask is if you don't like my podcast, you don't have to listen. Just turn it down, make it through the commercials so that I can make a little bit of money. It's not even a lot of money. I make two cents. I make one cent for every commercial. Now, I do have an update. Um, I would like to thank the people that have been playing the podcast over and over and over again in the background. I reached out to Anchor about it because I felt like I wasn't making enough money. I was like, hey... There's a lot of plays. I don't see the loot. Apparently, it has to be a unique play. So if you've already listened to it and gone past it, what the one podcast, let's say you took one of my episodes, you went past the commercial, you don't have to play it again because I'm not going to get paid for it. What you can do is go to podcasts from a while ago and you can play them and I'll get paid for that. That would be fantastic. I would really appreciate that. Now, as you all know, I have two live feeds going. I have my TikTok and I have my Facebook. I'd like to ask the people on Facebook to share this feed right now. Invite your friends. Please do it. Subscribe, like, comment. Make sure you follow me on Facebook. To my TikTok peeps, which is starting to grow pretty big. Surprisingly, I have a video on TikTok that is doing pretty well. It's going to be about 500. I bet it'll be over 500,000 views by the time this podcast is over. So I think that's great. Thank you so much for the people on TikTok for enjoying my videos. Everybody else does too. I put them on other social media, but thank you. If you're on TikTok, I have no idea how to share this live feed. Um, and people are, are, are talking, you want him to end his live. I am, I'm not ending my live, bro. I'm, I'm staying here. If you don't like it, get the fuck off my feed. All right. If you would like to on TikTok, please follow me. If you don't follow me, if you don't want to follow me because you don't like my, my content, I don't care. I, I'm not going to go into a huge uh, rant like I did the other day about whether or not I care if people follow me or not because I create content for myself. We'll move on from that. Today's sponsor of the day. I pick a local business. Well, actually, they reach out to me. Um, I'm hoping to get t-shirts and gear in the mail. I'll wear it. I'll do a video, 
and it's free of charge. It's just to promote local businesses during the lockdown. Currently, uh, Patrick Hanley, he is a woodworker. It's called Hanley Woodworks out of East Bridgewater. He makes farm farm style, wait, farm house style tables, islands, consoles. The guy does woodwork. He works with wood, bro. So if you have a wood project, this is your guy. Check out his Facebook page. It's Hanley H. It's not, there's no D in there. It's H-N-L-Y Wood O. No, that's a W. W O O D W O R X. Look this guy up. Check this dude out, okay? Uh, we all want you to end it though. Nah, bro, I'm not gonna end anything, and I'll be living a lot longer than you will be, because I love myself, and we all know about that. That's someone on TikTok begging me to end this live feed. Well, bro, the live feed is going to be on every night, five nights a week, around 6.30 to 7, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, for the rest of my life, because this is my hustle, so suck it. All right, let's get on to uh, first topic of the day. Why don't we start with, uh, oh, you know what we should start with? Murder Hornets. I already covered murder hornets. We know what they are. They're a massive ass hornet, two inches. They have a stinger, and the thing can can sting you through your bee thing. Whatever the hell that they... If you have a beekeeper suit on, shit can sting you. But good news. Apparently, they are delicious to eat, and they're a delicacy. So with the meats, the meats are starting to disappear we're not we, the, the 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 chain supply of meat is going down. Wendy's is going to stop selling burgers. Can you believe that? Wendy's is going to stop selling burgers, but maybe they'll start selling murder hornets. You guys can eat them. You can put them on a stick. You can stir fry them. Apparently, they are absolutely the delicious. Mother's Day is coming up. We talked about this yesterday. I'm going to try to calm down and not get so fired up. We talked about this yesterday, about how flowers are an absolute joke of a gift and you should never buy anybody flowers. Don't waste your money on flowers. For those of you who didn't hear it, I'll keep it brief. A gift of flowers is a joke. It's a waste of money. No need to bring flowers to a funeral. The guy's already dead. Definitely don't bring flowers to a wedding. I don't even know why they have flowers in weddings because they die. Flowers are just garbage. But a man has created... A fantastic gift for Mother's Day, and it's called the Distance Blanket. I absolutely love the Distance Blanket. It's probably one of the greatest things ever. Every man in America wants nothing more but distance from his family. And now they've created a gift called the Distance Blanket. It's a circle, okay? It's a huge, it's a ring. And at the end of the ring, it has four individual blankets where mom can sit on one, dad can sit on one, and the two kids can sit on the other ones. And you guys are sure to be six feet apart from each other. Now, this thing was created for social distancing so that you can figure out the appropriate six feet away instead of eyeballing it. But I just love it for the fact that I'm going to get one because I'm all about, I'm down in the basement. You guys know I've been down here for, for two months away from my family because I'm working. The distance blanket is a gift that every mother wants for Mother's Day. They don't want to be near you either. I mean, I want you guys to think about it. Look at me, bro. Big ass mustache. 
googly goggles, no hair on the top of my head, yo gabba gabba shirt. My wife would like to stay as far the fuck away from me as she possibly can. 100%. Distant blank, distance, social distance blanket. You guys need to look that up. It's phenomenal. All right. Why don't we get into, no, you know what? On the other side of the break, we'll talk about Massachusetts and this grievous garbage of them not actually going to work. It's uh, this is the this is the House of Representatives and the and the Senate locally, not nationally. Nationally, they're not working either, which is a joke. We'll get into that too. Briefly, we should discuss that here in Massachusetts, starting today, which is May sixth, you have to wear a mask if you are anywhere where you can't get six feet away from people, stores, gas stations, banks, just about anywhere, you have to have a mask now. Something covering your face. And and it's totally cool if you have a scarf on or a bandana, but you need to cover yourself up. If not, you could be subject to a $300 fine, a $300 fine, if you don't. Someone just asked me, say, I have a wife, no way. Bro, my wife's on TikTok, why don't you go check her out? It's at Kaylee Lombardo. Go into my profile. It's the only person I follow. You can go check her out. Clear as day, homie. I got a wife. That period. All right. So masks, you need to wear them. Um, why don't we do for the uh, first topic? This is one of those things, dude. I was uh, my neighbor was talking to me about the disruptions in my program. I think they're necessary. I absolutely love that this podcast is whatever happens, happens. That's what's great about it. There is, if listen, this, this, this isn't Fox News. This isn't CNN. This isn't your local news channel. Shit happens while I'm doing the program, and that's it. Shit happens. It's tough. It's not your, uh, it's an uncommon program, and that, that's literally what makes it great. You know what we'll start with here? Why don't we do uh, the DB? Deep, I think it's time, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, let's check the time. Huh. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know what? Let's do it. It's time for a DB alert. DB alert. DB alert. I can't wait till I actually have a board and have a piece of production that does that for me. For those of you who don't know, DB alert is a douchebag alert. Something I like to do in this program is out the douchebags of the world. A lady in Pennsylvania, straight douchebag. She tested positive for coronavirus. She has COVID-19. And after finding out that she is sick, decides that she is going to go out food shopping and she is going to attend a social distancing party. She was soundly arrested for it because someone outed her. So I'd like to thank the person that outed her. But if you, you are by far, one of the biggest douchebags on the planet, if you have a contagious disease, I don't even care if it's coronavirus, if you have some kind of contagious disease and you go out in public and knowingly spread it to other people, your ass should be locked up. This is why we need to have coronavirus IDs. This is why we need to know who has this stuff because there are DBs like this lady in Pennsylvania that think it's okay to go out in public and get everybody else sick. This is why we all have to wear masks. This is why people have to wear gloves. This is why we have a stay-at-home order because douchebags don't understand that they can pass this virus onto someone and they will die. It's pretty simple. 
If you are sick with the coronavirus, COVID-19, you need to stay home. This is why the cops and local, all local authorities, the fire department, the nurses, the doctors, your residents, we all need to know if you have it or not. We need to know this information so that when you're out in public, we can steer clear of your ass. This is 100% DB alert. You are worse than the people who put pepperoni on pizza. You are worse than the scumbag dropping the gloves on the floor. You are worse than a moron who buys his wife flowers for Mother's Day. You're spreading the virus. You're keeping this country from opening up. We can't go back to work. Well, some people can't. I work because I'm essential. So I'm working right now. My podcast is work and I load trucks all day. Take junk, take junk.com. But we can't go back to work. The rest of the world can't because douchebags like you are out in public sick. So I would ask again to everybody who listens to my program, if you know of a douchebag that has the coronavirus, now you're not a douchebag because you have the virus. You're a douchebag if you go out in public. So if you know someone who is a douche that goes out in public with the virus, please call the cops immediately. Sound off all alarms. Let everybody know. Tell the whole entire neighborhood that the patient has gone out into the public and doesn't give an F about any of us. It's very important. There's your douchebag alert. All right. When we get back, we are going to do snowflakes in the news. We're going to talk about Twitter. We're going to talk about Massachusetts legislators. I'm not sure if I'm saying that word right. They're not going to work. They're working from home. And we're going to talk about how this could be a major problem for Massachusetts. And if Congress, federal government, decides to go the same way, it could have crazy-ass ramifications for the United States and major lawsuits. And not to mention, it's just a bitch-ass move. All right, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Outstanding. First break of the podcast. I am now one cent richer. Thank you to the people who actually made it this far. If you're still with me, great. If you're not listening, even better. I think it's fantastic. I could care less if you're in your house making your coffee and you turn this sucker all the way down, but you played it all the way through so that I could gain two cents because there will be another break. Now, we do have a local sponsor. I'm going to try to continue this. I'll have to come up with a name for this. Um, as you can hear, someone's taking a shower. The water upstairs just went on. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I'm in my basement. I record my podcast in my basement, and someone's taking a shower. Let's shh, let's listen. Can you guys hear that? All right. So, Hanley Woodworks, that's W-O-O-D-W-O-R-X, out of East Bridgewater. You can look it up on Facebook, Hanley Woodworks. He does farmhouse-style uh, tables, islands, consoles. Give him a try, okay? The whole point of me promoting a local business is that 
these guys still need to work. They still need business, but no one's using them because of the coronavirus and because of COVID-19, because of the lockdown. Use this guy. If you have something that needs to be built out of wood, seek him out. His name's Patrick. Last name Hanley. H-A-N-L-Y. Use him. Help the man out. Please. And don't try to be an asshole about the price because it's pandemic time. Can't stand people like that. People try to take advantage of, oh, you know, how's business? Tell you how business is. Go fuck yourself, bud. I won't do the job for you. You're going to pay. Business is this. I'm out working in a fucking pandemic. That's how business is going, bro. Try to Jew me. Ain't happening. Give me the loot. If you don't like it, go find somebody else that's working. So those, you know, that's that's not how Patrick feels. That's, uh, if, if Patrick were a paying sponsor, he'd be canceling his sponsorship immediately. But check him out. Use him. You guys should. It's very important that we support our local businesses at this time. So if you got something that you need made out of wood, give this dude a shot. Okay? We'll check it out. All right. Let's move on uh, to one of the first topics of the second half here. I get so tied into things. I think, ah, snowflakes. Let's do it. I don't have a sound effect for snowflakes. I don't even think they make a sound effect. So we're going to get into a, a segment called Snowflakes in the News. What is that? Snowflakes in the News is not about the snow in the news. It's about bitch-ass people, mostly millennials, and some parents. Most, you know what can be parents? The helicopter parents that are doing all that kind of shit for their kids. The people who just, everything offends them. The people who are offended by the word retard. People like that. That you are a snowflake, bro. You people are snowflakes. The lazy, fat people that uh, that, that we're going to talk about here, that bitch and moan and say people are fat shaming me, you're a snowflake. You're not even a snowflake, bro. You're a snowman. You're a big-ass fucking snowball, you bitch. Because people don't fat shame. If you can't handle a little, little jabbing, you're a bitch. But I don't want to rip on fat people. It's not why what this is all about. So this snowflake in the news story... Is about the singer Adele. Now we all know Adele. She is one of those people. Who even though. She was fat. Became famous. And I don't care what you say. How you try to twist it. If you are fat. And you're a girl. It is difficult to become famous in our culture. I do not care what you say. How you put it. Tough shit. The worst thing you can be. In this world is a fat, ugly girl. It is worse than any any person born. If you are born a fat, ugly girl, you are going to have a tough fucking life. I'm not trying to be a dickhead. I don't have any quorums with people who are fat. You know how I feel. Everybody should love themselves. I too was a huge fat ass for a long time. Check out my Facebook photos. I posted a picture of me. I weighed 250 pounds. I had wrestled in college at one at uh, 158. I gained 100 pounds. I was a big, fat slob, and I lost the weight. And I don't even want to spend time to rip on fats. Okay? If you're fats, you're fats. I don't care. What you think about yourself is really what matters. But from the society point of view, if I'm being honest, from the point of view of society, if you are... A fat, ugly girl, you're going to have a tough life. It just is what it is. It's going to be tough for you uh, in the, in, 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 
fucking dude, it's going to be tough. No one's going to hire some big, fat, ugly, slob chick to be like, you're, you're not going to be the, the first person someone sees when they walk into an office. Call me sexist if you want. It's just, it is what it is. And the big, fat, ugly girl is the girl that's only going to get laid when it's fucking two in the morning and all the other guys are hammered and the hot chick said no. Simple. It sucks, but it's facts. So, you can be a butt ugly fat dude and it's okay. Big, fat, ugly dudes are fine. They still get good jobs. Big, fat, ugly dudes still get chicks. Big, fat, ugly dudes live okay lives. But big, fat, ugly girls don't. It sucks. I'm sorry. It stinks. Now, there are some few big, fat, ugly girls. We should big, fat, ugly girls. Big, fat. B, F, G, uh, no, B, F, big, fat, U, B, F, U, Gs. B, F, U, Gs. Yeah, I'm never going to be able to say that. Listen, the big girls, they have an uphill battle. And they can't walk uphill because they're big and fat, right? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Here's, here's my point. You know how difficult it had to be for someone like Adele, who, by the way, is a, a, she's cute. She's pretty. She's a heavy hottie. As a, as, a, as a fat chick, she is fucking pretty, okay? But you know how difficult it is for someone like her to break into the industry of music, of entertainment, and being large? It is very difficult. You can just ask her. You can ask any... Why don't we ask all the fat, entertaining women how difficult it is for them? And it won't be tough because you could get you could find all 10 of them. There are probably 10 big, fat, ugly chicks working in entertainment. It's that difficult for them. That difficult. They need to be the funniest. Or they need to be the best actor. Or they need to be the smartest. Or they need to be uh, the best singer. They can't be average. I, I play, man, TikTok is perfect for it. You go on TikTok, if you're just a good looking girl, million followers, million, oh, million. So you guys can try to fight me on that shit. I don't care what you guys say. You're never going to win this argument. If you're a big, fat, ugly girl, it's tough. Life sucks for you. Now, Adele broke through the mold. Big girl. Tremendous, as Donald Trump would say, tremendous, an amazing singer. She is a great singer. Her music is good. I like her music. Everybody likes her music, dude. I don't care. It's good. So she made it. She became hugely famous. She just posted a picture of herself where she lost a lot of weight, ton of weight. And people are now pissed. Snowflakes, you snowflakes are now pissed saying that we shamed Adele into losing weight. We made her lose weight. Maybe you should just ask Adele. I bet you she lost the weight because she didn't want to be a big fat fuck anymore. She wanted to be healthy because fat means you're going to die early. Fat means you're more susceptible to the coronavirus. Fat means you're going to be tired all the time. Fat means you're a fucking slob and lazy. That's what fat means. And maybe she didn't want to be that anymore. Maybe, just maybe, it wasn't fat shaming. But no, that's how it is now in this society. If anybody loses weight, you were fat shamed into losing weight. You, you couldn't just want to better yourself. You couldn't want to just look better. Now, I think she looks better fat. You guys, go try to go find a photo of her. I don't think she looks good skinny. 
I think she looks better fat. She needs to put some pounds back on her ass. But it just drives me nuts that we live in a world now where everything, you got bullied into doing it. This guy lost weight because he got bullied into, because we have a culture where fat people aren't acceptable. The only reason fat people aren't accepted is because the fat person doesn't value themselves. That's it. You don't think people, like you don't, dude, some guy said I look like a fucking turtle today. A turtle. Guy fucking on my Twitter was like, dude, why do you look like a turtle? What did I do? Did I, did I bitch? Did I whine? Oh, this guy fucking said I look like a turtle. I'm going to chop my fucking head off. No. I made a photo of a turtle with my face on it. Because I think it's funny. So, when I was a big fat ass, and people were like, oh man, you're fat. You're huge. I didn't care. That's the problem. The problem isn't being bullied. People should get to say what they want, man. Listen, if I want to call you a fat fuck... Right? That's it. Be a man about it. Because you are fat. Look in the mirror. Take a good long look at yourself. Big long look. If you don't like being fat, because fat equals lazy fuck. Fat fuck equals lazy fuck. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, it's a problem, or oh, I can't do it. You can do it. It's simple. It's called exercise. It's called eating less food eating less and burning more calories or a novel idea for you big fat fucks out there burn more calories than you eat michael phelps right i remember this documentary it was perfect this guy was eating like five thousand calories a day worth of food and he shredded because he burns like twenty thousand calories a day i don't know if that's the exact number but the point is he burns more than he eats So there is no thing called fat bullying or fat shaming. The only thing there is, is the person that's fat is a bitch and can't handle the fact that someone called them fat or they're uncomfortable with being called a lot ass. You guys remember that? (laughs) Lot ass from, uh, oh man, what's the name of that movie? Someone hit me with the name of that movie. Oh man. Stand by me, I think it was called. Lot ass. Boom, baba, boom, baba, boom, baba. The pie eating contest. Lot ass. This is not something to rip on on the fat. This is more for the snowflake people, okay? I just can't stand people who feel the need that they need to defend Adele. She can defend herself. If she's got a problem with the fact that she lost some weight, well, that's on her. And she'll defend herself. She'll come out and she'll say, hey, I lost weight because I wanted to feel better. Because I wanted to live longer. And as a matter of fact, it was so difficult for me to break into the entertainment business because I was fat. You know how many ugly dudes are in entertainment? Thousands of them. And they're super talented guys because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look, you guys, right? You guys, we can joke about this. People listen to me. I worked in entertainment and now I'm back and I'm going to do good in it. And I'm one ugly ass motherfucker that looks like a turtle. Honestly, man, that guy hurt my feelings. A turtle? I really look like a turtle. Look at this thing, man. Like, what is this? For those of you that are on my podcast, you can't see it. I got this thing. This guy, LB, used to call it a cowboy hat. Because it goes, whoop. God. So, snowflakes in the news is directly targeted at people that feel the need that they have to defend somebody who wants to lose weight. If you want to lose weight and look better and feel great, 
I have a suggestion for you. Beach Body on demand, not a sponsor, just a program. That's how I lost weight many years ago. I did P90X. It's a phenomenal program and it's not hard to do. And it's something that you could take your time with. Look up Tony Horton. The guy is the man. It is, it, it's great. You can actually get it on demand now. It costs you something like a hundred bucks for the year. Now, I clearly haven't been working out, obviously. I weigh about 190, 195. So I'm, I'm starting to creep back up. But anytime I get over 200 pounds, which I did a few months ago, I was up to 210 and I got right back at it. I did P90X for a couple of weeks for like a month and a half and boom, I lost some weight and I feel great. And if I wanted to keep doing it, I would, but I didn't because I don't care about that kind of stuff. Can I got the guns? Get out of here, bro. So two takeaways from today's snowflakes in the news. Don't feel the need to comment on what other people are doing. People aren't being bullied. People want to feel better about themselves. Next thing that you should realize is uh, fat fuck equals lazy fuck. I don't care how you put it. And you can be offended all you want. There are thousands of people who are fat that lost weight if they wanted to lose weight. You are the only one that can do it. So, we're moving on from this topic. Adele, she looks like shit, by the way. I think she look a lot... They, you know those people that lose weight and they look worse? They look better when they were fat? She needs to go back to being fat. Start eating, sweetie. You don't look so good. But again, there'll be people that'll be pissed that I say she doesn't look good because she's skinny now, so I'm skinny shaming the bitch. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just making a comment. And if it offends her, that she could say something to me. She can come to me. Remember that the good old days when somebody said something to you that 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 you were offended by, and you got in their face, and you said, "Bro," well, you didn't even say anything. You just punched him. You knocked him on his ass, and the dude's like, "What's that for?" You you know what it's for. <clears throat> you tried knocking my books out of my hand, walking down the hallway, dickhead. You open chest punched me. That's why I punched you. I'm not a bitch. You're going to slap the books out of my hand. And if you think you're going to, you're going to get it. You guys don't think I had a tough? My brother was Stan. Stan fucking Pazioli. Shit. I'll never forget. First day. I got to take a break. One sec. First day of school, right? My freshman year. Freshman year. Woburn High School. My brother Stan, who I love very much, is a couple of years older than me. He's going to the high school. They used to call him Willow. Now, Willow was a was a midget, uh, the midget Willow from that movie. You know, Willow, the little guy, right? They're Willow. So they used to call him Willow, and he would take it. My first week at school, I'll never forget it, man. This dude probably doesn't even remember it. I don't even care. Mike Wall, right? He's the, the varsity running back guy. was a beast. Kid was a beast. I was a freshman. He says, Willow. I'm walking down the hall, and he goes, Willow. And I fucking walk right over to him, look right up at him, and I go, I'm not my fucking brother Stan. Just like that. Just like that. And everybody goes, ooh. Now, as circumstances would have it, Mike Wall would have ripped me limb from limb. And I'll never forget what he said. He looked down at me and said, you know. Just like this, he goes. And Mike Wall is actually a really nice guy, right? Nice dude. But he got challenged in front of a lot of people. Captain of the football team. He has to retaliate because if he doesn't, it's a fucking problem. So he looks down at me and he says, you know I can't do anything about this. Basically saying he can't get in trouble. Everybody knew you got the guy couldn't get in trouble. So you know what he said? Three o'clock. Three o'clock. 
White, White Field, which is the field, if you're from Woburn, it was a field on the other side of the high school, the, at the White School, White School, 3 o'clock, I had to fight his brother, because he couldn't fight, so I had to fight Danny Wall, and I got my fucking ass kicked, but whatever, there was no way in hell I was going to let somebody try to walk all over me, and guess what happened after that day, nobody gave me a hard time. The seniors didn't, Mike Wall didn't, no one gave me an effing hard time because I stuck up for myself and said, you guys are not going to put me in a perpetual hell that you guys thought you were going to get away with my brother. And had they done, continued to do it, every single day, Anthony Paziali would have shown up ready to fight and be like, bud, this shit ain't happening. Ain't happening. So that's how you deal with bullies. Someone's bullying you, you punch them. Someone's bullying them, bullying you. You do whatever it takes to make their life miserable. Even if, even if you get your butt kicked and they break your glasses every single day, eventually they will grow tired. I learned that lesson. Gary Layton, this kid was my neighbor, a great man, my next door neighbor. Every fucking day, this dude would beat me up. Every day. I, and it'd come from like, I swear to God, he'd, he'd fly out of a tree. I don't know where the hell I'd come home. And I'd literally have to be like, looking from side to side. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, where's Leighton going to come from? He would like jump out of trees, grab you, and beat the shit out of you. Every day. Never. I never complained about it. I never said to my father. I always tried to fight back. I always tried to protect myself. I couldn't. Tough as nails, motherfucker. Till eventually... He stopped beating me up every day because at least I tried putting up a fight. I did. My brother Mike did. And then, you know, now I'm on his side. Only way to handle bullies is to bully back. Only way. You snowflakes are going to get picked on your entire life unless you stick up for yourself and speak for yourself. All right, we got to take a break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm guessing by this point in the podcast, no one is listening, and you've all turned it down. And that's okay. So if you could kind of hear me in the background, I just want to say thank you for at least trying to get this far. But at the very least, thank you so much for getting through two commercials so that I can make two cents. Now, for those of you that are listening, I do the podcast on Facebook and on TikTok Live, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights. And I'm not asking for any monetary stuff. I'm trying to create a program that can sustain itself and eventually get advertising and grow nice and big so that we can do all sorts of live events and I can go to press conferences and interview athletes. And, you know, Daytona 500 is the one thing that I'm working on right now. I go to the Daytona 500 every year. So I already have tickets for it. So I'm working on a live uh, podcast, live stream from Daytona, which I'm guessing by then fans will be able to go to NASCAR again. So the program 
is something that I'm trying to build uh, without receiving money from people. But I do want to be able to get to that point where I can get advertisers. So I need your help. The people who are listening right now and the people who are watching, I just need you to tell people about it. When people are talking about, you know, what TV shows are you listening to? They're like, yeah, I, 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 or watching. I'm watching Tiger King, but you know what I've been really checking out lately? Is Spaz has a podcast. You should check it out, anthonypaziali.com. And then tell them straight up, tell them. If they don't like it, be like, hey, man, bro, if you don't like it, no biggie. But just subscribe to it, right? And play it in the background. Because that's the only metric that these people care about, the advertisers, is how many subscribers do you have? And then they want to check how long you listened. So I need my listen <clears throat> length to be up over 50%, meaning if it was streamed 100 times, 50% of the people actually made it through the whole fucking thing. It'd be very helpful. So that's what I'm asking you guys. And ask people to follow me on my social medias and all that stuff. And then we can have a lot of fun and very interactive programming and an interactive social media group, I guess, it, it, where we can all be together, having fun together with the flow of information. Now, being that this is my program, uh, I'm highlighting one local business a show, and free of charge, this isn't something I'm charging for, <laughs> dude, I just snorted, <laughs> this isn't something I'm uh, charging for, it's something that I want to do to help out local businesses, because I own a local business that is absolutely being crushed by the coronavirus. My company, Take Junk, is normally got five trucks going and each truck's doing four four truckloads a day. Um, you know, we're, we're banging out 20 trucks a day easily and now it's doing like three. It's been crushed and, and it stinks, but it's okay because I'm going to make it through it because I, you know, I'm a hard worker. But if you have some kind of woodwork project that needs to get done, I want you guys to go on Facebook and look up Hanley Woodworks that's Hanley spelled H-A-N-L-Y works W-O-O-D-W-R-W-O-R-X. Check him out. His uh, name is Patrick. He's from East Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Even if you're not from East Bridgewater or that area, reach out to him. Because maybe it's something he can make back at his shop and you could go down there and pick it up. Or maybe it's something you guys could work out together to meet middle ground and have it picked up. And I'm sure he doesn't like making picnic tables, but if you wanted a picnic table made, it's something he could make because I'm guessing that's pretty easy to make if you know how to do woodwork. I don't. I did, though, make a... I did make a uh, platform for my jacuzzi. I did it myself. Very simple. My platform was very easy to make. Um, all I did was buy a bunch of uh, two-by-sixes... And so I bought one, two, three, I bought four two by fours, pressure treated, and then a bunch of uh, six by twos or two by sixes. And I didn't cut shit. I just put it together. I didn't really care how it fit or how it worked, but it looks pretty good because you can't tell because my hot tub is on it. But check this man out. Hanley Woodworks, right? For the guy, uh, there's a dude that actually listens to the program out in California. And there's someone in Canada that was listening to the last episode, we can't help you out, bro. Thank you for listening, but our businesses are not out there. Someone just, uh, Shane up, uh, just said hi on TikTok. On TikTok, you're supposed to interact with people, but I, I can't, man. I can't read your guys' comments until afterwards, and that's what sucks about TikTok is you can't go back and respond because once the live feed's over, it's over. All right, I got two topics left 
that I need to get into and that I need to cover. I'm going for the Mass Mutants one because I'm guessing that this is going to take up the rest of my time and I'm probably not even going to get to the Utah HOA. Here in Massachusetts, every state, all right, I feel like I have to educate people. Every state has its own legislator, legislature, however you say it, man, you know what I mean, okay? You have your own House of Representatives, you have your own Senate, just like the federal government. We have a Senate here in Mass, and we have a House of Representatives. They meet at uh, the, the, the State House, Beacon Hill in Boston. This is where they convene. This is where they get together to meet their quorum. Uh, a quorum, it, it, which is, that's a, a goddamn fucking quorum. Does anybody even know what that means? I do because I was in a fraternity, but a quorum, it, you know, basically you have to have enough members to have a legit meeting. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but let's say there were a hundred, um, you, you just need a majority of the amount of people that are in, that are state reps to be there to have a quorum, no less than 60 here in Massachusetts. But in times of this, it, it can actually be less. The, the, you can have a quorum if you have less people, but you have to have an odd number of people. You can't have an even number of people. You get why? So that there's no fucking tiebreaker. You have to have a tiebreaker. You have to have that odd number so that you can't have a, a, a stalemate. But it drives me nuts that people use big words like quorum. One of those words that's being kicked around right now. All right. God damn it, man. We have to side note everything. Side note on mutants for mass. Dossier. This fucking word that everybody uses. They use it on Fox News. They use it on CNN. They use it on uh, reporters are using it. They have... It's lately being tossed around because the General Flynn, they have a, they have a, a evidence that he wasn't a bad dude. And this dossier leaked. I, I don't understand why they say that. It drives me nuts, dude. Don't use big words. Half of the United States of America has no fucking clue what that means. What Plain and simple. Just say, we have papers and information on this case. This is, we don't have a dossier. We have papers and information on this topic. Papers and information and emails have leaked. Don't say dossier. No one knows what that shit means. The average American that the doesn't do, dossier. They, they're like looking that shit up like what? What dossier? What the fuck does that mean? Don't don't use big words. You're a douchebag if you use big words. Simple. Plain, simple, easy words. It's like duvet, a duvet cover. I got a fucking duvet cover. I have a blanket for a blanket. It's the most ridiculous thing on the planet. A duvet. What is a duvet? So my wife, oh, I need a duvet. What the hell is a duvet? Or you could just say, hey, I want to waste $100 on a blanket for my blanket. I need to get a blanket for my blanket. Just say that. Don't say duvet. I don't know what duvet is. No one knows what a goddamn duvet is. But now you do. A duvet is a blanket for a blanket. You have a blanket and you don't want to get that blanket as dirty or to wear out. You go and buy a blanket for the fucking blanket. I want you guys to understand the ridiculousness of what I'm talking about. There are women out there that are wasting tons of money on blankets for fucking blankets. Blankets for blankets. Duvets. Plain and simple, people, please use words that people understand. There is no reason for you to use hyperbole 
for a lie. There, there's just no reason. You just name the word that's a big word for something else. Use the layman man term. Like, for example, we all say coronavirus. We don't say the SARS something 55,000 fucking disease. We don't. So if you got a duvet, kindly say, I have a blanket for my blanket. If you have a dossier, say, I have some information, emails, and some paperwork on this douchebag. I have a do- Don't say dossier. People don't understand it. You sound like an asshole. You, that's one of the biggest things you have to realize. When you talk down to people, they don't like you. When you use words like dossier, they're like, dude, who the fuck are you? Doss? What? Duvet? What? What? Please. All right, back to the topic at hand. By the way, if if I haven't made it clear, I, if you have a duvet, you're a fucking douchebag. A blanket for a blanket? I have a duvet. I actually have two duvets. The things cost like $100. It's legit a blanket for a blanket. It doesn't get any more fucked up than that. Our women are buying blankets for blankets. Next, they're going to want fucking curtains for curtains. Blinds for blinds. Oh, guys, hold on. Hold on. Wait up. Hold on, everybody. I have glasses for my glasses. And I have a fucking t-shirt for my t-shirt and a watch for my watch. Fucking blanket for a blanket. Jesus fucking Christ. Hey, hold on. I got to call my phone for my phone. All right. Back to Massachusetts. What we were, what, what, what got me onto this topic was quorums. So Massachusetts has decided that they are going to, and it happened today for the first time, they had a remote vote. And I want to talk about why having a, a, a remote vote, first off, is just disrespectful. So the legislature, the House of Representatives here in Massachusetts and the Senate here in Massachusetts are elected officials. These elected officials have been elected to take care of the state on your behalf. They have been hired, voted for, to ensure in good times and bad times that the Commonwealth is protected in all ways. Financially, war, you name it. Their their job description is for the people, by the people. They are so essential to the state, they are just as essential. Don't care what you guys say, but they just are. Elected officials are just as essential as police officers and firefighters. These are the people that get together, that dictate law, they make law, they pass bills that help us out. Their one thing to do is to protect the public. Now, Grocery workers, truck drivers, firemen, police officers, the army, on and on and on. Essential workers are going to work and putting themselves at risk. The grocery guy who bags food is going to work. And you people in you people in government have been lucky enough for us to vote for you, pay you. Pay your fucking pensions. And yet you can't go to the state house for a vote. At this most important time in our lives, 
You can't get together. You can't create a quorum. You can't go into work, but you expect the grocery worker, the nurse, the doctor, the cop, the truck driver, all to go to work, but you can't. Anybody from Massachusetts that's listening and soon to be Congress, so you need to be listening to, you need to take note of who your local state rep is and your local senator. And if they are someone that voted and is okay with remote voting, you need to vote their ass out because they do not care about you at all. They believe that their lives are more important than your lives. They believe that the grocery clerk should go to work, but not them, the people that need to be at work to make sure that government and that Massachusetts is protected and stays open. To Charlie Baker's credit, he goes to work every day. Now we have a group of congressmen, I'm sorry, of, of local legislators that have passed a bill where they don't have to go in. They vote remotely from their home. The elected officials that would like to force you, the meat man, force you, the, <clears throat> you know, the truck driver, the grocer, the doctor, you got to go to work, but I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to show up to to pass important bills. One of the things they voted on today was a bill for the ability for Massachusetts to borrow money because we're fucked, because no one's paying revenue. And these people couldn't go to work. It's despicable. If I was a congressman or if I was a local rep or if I was a city councilman in this pandemic, fuck this podcast, bro. I wouldn't even have time to do it because that's all I would do. 24-7, 24 hours a day, and every, yeah, that's 24-7. Every, uh, my whole life would be consumed with coronavirus shit. That's all I would be doing. I would be at work all the time. Dude, I wouldn't even sleep. And when I had time off, I'd be out with the first responders with them because I'm a publicly paid official that my job was to make sure that you're safe so that you can be home doing a podcast. Now, there are bigger ramifications to this. There, there is a bigger problem with the remote voting that hasn't come up yet, and I'd like to say I'm going to be the first one to talk about it. It poses a constitutional problem. Not the federal constitution, Massachusetts um, constitution drafted by John Adams, the oldest by that by uh, uh, constitution um, in effect outdates our constitution as a country. But Massachusetts Congress, uh, sorry, man. I think I got one of those massive nose ears. Massachusetts uh, Constitution, the state constitution, says to pass, to, to be able to pass a bill, you have to have a quorum. So for it to pass the House and then the Senate, they need to have a quorum and they need to be present. It's in the constitution. You can't just make, our constitution Here in Mass, it's just like the federal one. You can't make a law that contradicts the Constitution without an amendment. And they have to be fucking present to make an amendment. It says it in the Constitution, you must be present. So, why is this a problem? Because the bills that they are passing right now, that they are saying, are not entirely legal. If someone decides to sue the state, for, for reckless behavior or for borrowing monies, 
It's being done unconstitutionally. It's a huge fucking problem. If someone decides to sue the state, the Commonwealth, and says, hey, wait a second, you're a constituent, right? You're here in Mass, so you got to say, you're like, nah, no, no, I don't want you borrowing money because it's going to fuck up our economy. And then Mass goes and does it, and it was part of a remote vote. You can sue, and you are most likely going to win because the vote is most likely going to get canceled because it goes against Massachusetts the Massachusetts Constitution. You must be present. You must have a quorum. They can't just make a law that contradicts their Constitution. There has to be an amendment first. So they first need to have an amendment saying, in time of pandemic, we allow remote voting. There's no such bill. It's going to be a huge problem, and I'm the first to talk about it. So when it happens, I want you guys to all sit back and be like, shit, he was right. I can't believe there's a lawsuit against Massachusetts for bills that they passed remotely and they're all fucking canceled now. Next thing. So that that's just a side note. Um, the federal government, Congress, Nancy Pelosi and her cronies are trying to do the same thing. They want to have remote voting. And it's just an absolute. <clears throat> if you are. Uh, someone that's working right now it, it, that's being forced to work. I work by choice. If you're being for, forced to work, you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you work at the grocery store, you work for one of the meat places and you're being forced to go to work and you're making crap money. And then the very people that are forcing you aren't going to work. That's a problem. And these are the very people that we voted for to represent us on a federal and local level. And if they can't do the job, they need to get voted out. In 18, I'm sorry, in 1918, Congress held session. Now, not everybody showed up, but enough for quorums did show up and laws and bills got passed. In the Civil War, during the Civil War, Congress held session. Think about that. In, 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 when, when, the, it, when the Declaration of Independence was being signed, there was a deadlock and there was a delegate from Virginia, or from, sorry, from Delaware. And, and no, he was from Virginia. And this dude was deathly ill. He was fucking dying of cancer. And he had some kind of plague. And he was going to die. And he went in to pass his vote. It's the one job you people have in time of war, in time of pandemic, in time of a bad economy, a recession, same thing, famine, I, I don't know, whatever it is, you people need to be at work. Tough shit. You shouldn't have taken the job. Does a soldier get to decide? Does a soldier say, oh, <laughs> war, fuck. Well, actually, maybe they do. They're a conscientious objector. But do, do soldiers get to say, nah, nah, dog, I'm not doing it. There's a, there's a big fire. The fire's blazing. Does the fireman get to say, oh, ho, 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 well, we should fight this from this fire remotely. Nope. Does the grocery clerk, the guy who's got to stock the fucking groceries say, oh my God, there's 200 people in there. No one has a mask on. I might get sick. Nope. You force him to go in there. But yet you can't show up into DC to help out this country in its time of need. You. Congress can't get together. You 
privileged pieces of crap can't get your act together, come together on laws that make sense for the United States to push us forward. You need to be coming together right now more than ever. We have our president, who I love, but is basically passing executive order after executive order because he has no other choice because Congress won't get together to meet. Huh. It's really something that we should all be concerned about. It's an absolute joke. These are the things that you people need to check out before you vote for somebody, and none of you people do. Not, not one is. Not a one. There isn't a single fucking person that's listening to this program right now that could name all uh, 11 uh, of the um, uh, state representatives. I, I can't even, so I'm, 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 I'm shitting on myself. I can't, they, they can't name all 11 of the, um, the reps or, well, you could name the, so we have, we have here in Massachusetts, we have 13 congressmen. Okay. We have two senators. We have 11 representatives. I can name the two senators and I can name maybe two or three of the Congress people. And that's a joke because I can name everybody on the Red Sox. I can name everybody that plays for the Bruins, everybody that plays for the Celtics, and most of the people that play for the Patriots. And it's a fucking 52-man roster. And the fact that I don't know all my congressmen is a joke. Shame on me. And I should. And we all should. But no, what we do is we sit back and we hope and pray that these people that have joined this fraternity are going to take care of us. Well, they're not. They're not. They've decided to stay home. When the worst of the worst has hit America, they said, we're going to stay home. We don't want to go to work. This is when they need to be at work. Dude, If I, I, I'm telling you, if I was a congressman, I'd be the, they'd, they'd love me because I wouldn't go home. I'd be all over the place, dude. This would be my grand rise to the top because they'd be like, damn, this guy just doesn't go home. He's on the front lines every single fucking day because that's your job. All right. Let's move on from that. It's, it's, here's the beef with remote voting. Unless it is amended in the state constitution, it's illegal. And those bills, if tested, if sued, <clears throat> they're going to get, they're going to go away. So that's going to be a problem. Same thing in the Senate and, and in Congress uh, and, and at the federal level. In our constitution, it states that you need to be present and you need to have a quorum. You have to be present to vote. There is no remote voting. You need to be there. And if they stop passing bills without people being there, those bills are going to get kicked out when somebody sues because they are unconstitutional, because they were not voted upon in a quorum. They're going to go away. Let's not even get into the fact of how ridiculous it would be to commit fraud with remote voting. As of right now, let's say here, right? We're doing Zoom Congress. Here I am. Hi, I'm Anthony Paziali, representative from the United States, uh, from, from Massachusetts. But what you don't know is on the other side of the camera, there's a guy with a fucking gun being like, yeah, bro, you're voting for this. Now, I guess I get it that something like that would be really tough to do nowadays. But the point is, remote voting would lend itself to tremendous fraud, big time fraud. Not to mention that in-person debates, these people fighting back and forth for our rights, they need to put the time and effort into it. Not, you know, I'm hanging out with my kids all day. Oh, wait, hey, honey. You know, then I put on my tie and I don't even have my fucking pants on. Nothing. I just have my tie. My tough shirt. Hey, shh, kids, be quiet. 
I gotta vote. I gotta vote on this bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah. Put me in. I'm good. We're good. All right, we good. Oh. How lazy can they be? All right. How are we doing on time? Uh, man. What is the... All right, real quick. We'll get to the last topic, and uh, we'll, we'll keep it quick. So, in Utah, there's an HOA... There's, there's a man in Utah who lives in an HOA. HOA is a um, home... HOA... Oh my God! You know what an HOA is? Why can't I think about what the hell? There we go with the big words. Um, homeowner authority, house authority. I I don't know, man. HOA they govern your neighborhood. Someone hit me up with what the hell it is. So in Utah, they, there is a there is an HOA where you have to have your Christmas lights down by March first. There is a man living in the group. Homeowners Association is what it is, right? So the Homeowners Association, they have a an order or an ordinance that says no Christmas lights after March 1st. This guy has put up blue lights in honor of the medical workers. Blue is the, the color for medical uh, medical workers, and you, you put those out to support them. The HOA is telling him he needs to take them down or pay the $50 fine every month. Now... I applaud the man. He's chose to pay the $50 fine. He wants to support uh, the group, but he's pissed off about it and thinks it's bullshit. I have a, a, a plain and simple rule for HOAs. If you don't want to live by the HOA rules, don't buy a house in an HOA. That's it. Read the rules before you buy them. I, I Listen, I deal in real estate, so I have to deal... With, with HOAs all the time, and I read them straight through because I want the new person who's buying the home that's going to be restricted by the HOA, and these motherfuckers restrict right down to how you cut your grass and what kind of plants you can have in your lawn and what color your house can be, what kind of fence you can have. And if you don't live by these rules, but you can get bounced out of there if the bylaws are good enough. So I have no tolerance for people who break HOAs because you signed the contract. Plain and simple. If you are not happy with your HOA, go to an HOA meeting and try to get it changed. Try to update it. Try to get a little forbid for, for forgiveness. Try to get some kind of vote that says, hey, you know what? In this time, we're going to allow the lights to be up. Or just pay the $50 fine, which this guy's doing, so I applaud him for that. This is more of a lesson on contracts, people. I've signed many contracts in my life, entertainment contracts, real estate contracts, and business contracts. Anytime you are going to sign a contract, have a fucking attorney read it for you. It'll be the best money you could ever spend. Ever, ever, ever. And don't be a bitch when someone says, oh, really? You're going to have an attorney read it? It's happened to me before. I, my, one of my first contracts I ever signed when I was working at AAF, I didn't read the fucking thing. And this thing ended up being a diesel-ass contract that literally, in my opinion, cut my earnings at the big time because it was a long contract. But I was young. I was 20 years old. And I was like, oh, should I have an attorney read it? And I was like, attorney? What do you mean? Fucking attorney. Any contract you are going to sign, hire your ass an attorney unless you are an attorney. And don't do the quick read. Don't do the quick read. Trust me. Anything and everything in it, there's a way out of it. If, you, if you're reading something... And it seems too good to be true. And the first paragraph is like, oh, oh, we're going to hook you up with this. Anything that they're hooking you up with, five to ten pages buried is how they're going to fucking take it away from you. 
Playing this, well, you're gonna be. Oh, we're gonna. If you do this, you, you're gonna get five hundred dollars. And then you dig ten pages deep, and here it says, if you say, if uh, if you look at me wrong, you ain't getting that five hundred dollars. There's always an out for them. Always. Here are my rules for contracts. Okay. Contracts are like getting married. So everybody up front is all excited. Oh yeah, great contract. Woo! I'm gonna live in an HOA. And the next thing you need to figure out right then and there before you sign, it says, great, this contract says how we're getting married. Then you need to have your divorce contract. You get a divorce contract where it said, this is how we're going to get divorced from my entertainment contract, from my business contract, from my HOA. This is my out. This is my protection. Protect yourself when writing a contract because the guy who's writing the contract has protected himself and you didn't get an attorney because you were a pussy. Then you end up paying $50 a month because you can't put Christmas lights up after March because you didn't read your HOA, because you didn't take the time to read the contract. You just signed. Never, ever just sign. Always hire an attorney to read any contract you are going to sign. You will be held accountable. Ignorance to your contract does not matter. You will be sued. You will lose. They have more money than you. So make sure you pay the money. It's like a thousand bucks. I understand it's a lot of money, but it'd be the best money you would ever spend to have somebody comb a contract you are going to sign. Especially if you're going to get an HOA, understand. Understand. Someone just said Nike's new slogan, just sign it. So, if you learn anything from me, anything, tonight, understand that if you are going to get into contract with people and you don't understand the contract, maybe you can read contracts well. If you don't understand the contract, don't sign it and have an attorney read it to make sure that you are protected because I assure you, the people that drew up the contract wrote the contract for their best interests and they will be protected and you will not be protected plain and simple someone just said my mustache is on point this shit is legit man it deserves its own instagram all right that's gonna be it for tonight guys um and once you've signed it you can uh you better get yes so but before we go brad who is on my uh facebook feed said something else important yes once you've signed the contract yes better have a copy of it you need to have a copy because you need to be able to go back and I'll, I'll give you an example of where this this helped me out once all right so i i used to work at a at a radio station in boston and i always had my contract on hand always 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 uh and at some point and I don't know, I want to say like 2009, they started taking away talent fees. So talent fees are, or they lowered them. You get, you got two fees. You had an appearance fee, you had a talent fee. So you used to get paid to like go do a promotion for Miller Lite or Jose Cuervo or Three Olives. But you also got paid for endorsements. So oddly enough, I had an endorsement for Rogaine. It worked out great, huh? So in my contract, I had a set number that I was getting paid for my live reads. I had a set number that I was getting paid for my appearances. The company, company-wide, decided two things. 
you could make $100, I think it was, in appearance, or possibly get paid nothing because it's just part of your contract. So that went out, and I went in uh, to my boss's office, and I highlighted the section where it said that I make X amount of money. I don't know, Ricky, it was 500 bucks. I'd make $500 for the appearance, or I would make $200 for a live read. And I highlighted and I passed it to my boss. And my boss said, ooh, said, nice guy. He knows who he is. I don't have to doubt him. I love the guy to death. Mentor of mine. Not Greg Hill. Greg was the host of the show. He was my direct boss. But this was his boss boss. The big, big, big boss. Higher than uh, Ron Valeri. You know, like the big dog. So I go into the big dog and I show him the contract. And he says, you know, this is one of those things where you should tow the company line. And I kindly said to him, um... I, that that's pretty cool, but would the company go back on their contract on me if I came into them and said, hey, I'm not feeling really good about this part of my contract. Let's rewrite it. And with that, he looked at me and said, oh, Anthony, this isn't where you want to go. And I said, if I have to honor my contract with you, you have to honor your contract with me. So that's what balls is all about. Don't be a bitch. If you get something good in your contract... Stick with it. All right. All right, guys. Social distance blankets for Mother's Day. You guys better order them before they're gone. Let's get on them. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out. Go to anthonypaziali.com for all the links to Spazzing Out. If you're on Facebook, <clears throat> follow my page. If you're on TikTok, uh, hit me up with a follow as well. Anytime we do these live feeds, share them. Spread the word. Let's grow this thing. Um, you know, this person right here said, you are so full of funny. I, I don't know if they're joking or not, but if you don't follow me, uh, Alaska glass harp, follow me. I need everybody to join this stuff so that we can grow this thing. So we can do big, cool, awesome things Yeah, Brad said RV that it wasn't RV. Ron Valeri was like one of the greatest guys I've ever met. Um, so lucky to have worked with someone like Ron, truly a, a, a great mentor. Turned me on to a lot of good books that shaped uh, the person that I am. I have a lot of respect for RV. All right. I'm a bounce. Thank you guys for listening. Everybody have a good one. Let me just pause this. All right. Uh, let me say goodbye to the podcast. Goodbye, podcast. <laughs>